Hi, Jamie here. Today I'm sharing with you my story when we moved next to a haunted house and I uncovered its secrets. But before we jump into it, please like and subscribe. I can't believe we're doing this. My words came out flat, bouncing off the foggy windows of our old rusty minivan. My younger brother Jake grinned at me from the back seat, his freckled face lit with excitement that didn't match my mood at all. We pulled up to our new home, right next to the creepiest house I'd ever seen. Mom insisted it was character-filled. To me, it looked like it was filled with nightmares. I bet that place is haunted, Jake piped up, squishing his face against the car window. Haunted? Psh, that's kid stuff, I shot back. But I couldn't ignore the prickling sensation in the back of my neck. First day at New Hopesville High was... something. I missed my old friends, the familiar faces, the inside jokes. But then there was Annie who seemed to adopt me as her new best friend as soon as I stepped through the door. Oh, you're living next to the Marsh House? That place is legit haunted, she whispered, her eyes as wide as UFO saucers. You know, they say Victor Marsh, the dude who owned it, disappeared without a trace. Now his ghost haunts the house. Haunted? I laughed, showing her I wasn't some gullible kid. Yet her words stirred up a strange cocktail of fear and curiosity. Suddenly I felt a shiver crawl up my spine. I shook it off, telling myself it was just the A.C. Night fell, and I found myself unable to sleep. The whispers of the wind echoed through the empty corners of our new house, creating an eerie symphony that played on my nerves. I lay in bed, staring at the marsh house from my window. And that's when I saw it. A light flickered in its attic. My heart skipped a beat. Was there someone else apart from us who had an unhealthy interest in that house? Or was it the ghost of Victor Marsh? Before I could decide, the light vanished. I let out a breath I didn't realize I was holding. My curiosity was now fully piqued. Sleep seemed like an impossibility, and I lay awake, thoughts whirring around like a tornado. Just then, my phone buzzed. It was a message from Jake. Did you see that too? I texted back. Yeah, bro. Weird, huh? What do we do now? Jake responded with just a single word but it was enough to send chills down my spine and set the stage for our impending adventure. Investigate. And so, our ghost hunting days were about to begin, whether I liked it or not. I never thought I'd say this, I texted Annie, but I'm actually going to the library. Her response was full of laughing emojis and a quick, LOL, welcome to the nerd side, Jamie. There I was, poring over the old archives of New Hopesville's library, sifting through ancient newspapers and dusty books. I found an article about the Marsh House. Apparently it used to belong to some wealthy dude, Victor Marsh, who vanished decades ago. While reading, I sent a quick picture of the article to Jake. Check this out, bro. Looks like our ghost has a name. That night, as I was trying to make sense of my findings, I saw shadows moving towards the Marsh House. My heart pounded like a drum solo at a rock concert. Squinting through the darkness, I recognized them, Brad and his goons from school. What's Brad the Brainless doing there? Jake came up behind me, both of us peeking through the blinds. They're looking for a midnight scare, I guess, I replied, my eyes never leaving the group. An idea formed in my mind, and despite its craziness, I found myself saying, We should stop them. Jake looked at me, eyebrows raised to his hairline. Are you feeling all right, sis? You want to go asterisk there asterisk, at night? Yes, I said, determination seeping into my voice. I need to know what's happening. Sneaking out was surprisingly easy. We crept after Brad's gang into the Marsh House. 
the darkness seeming to swallow us whole. The house was even creepier from the inside, if that was possible. Suddenly, a loud crash echoed, making both of us jump. It was followed by a terrified scream, Brad's voice. Jake and I shared a look and without a word rushed towards the sound. We found Brad in a pit that opened up in the basement floor. He was terrified, his usual cocky demeanor replaced by pure fear. Despite everything, Jake and I couldn't leave him there. We helped him out and as quickly as we could escaped from the marsh house. As we fled, I could have sworn I heard a soft, ghostly whisper that sent a shiver down my spine. Thank you. Jake and I shared a look. Did you hear that too? He asked, his voice barely above a whisper. I nodded, looking back at the marsh house. Our curiosity about the house had just escalated to a whole new level. We were in deeper than ever, and something told me our investigation was far from over. Next day at school, I was waiting for Jake when someone approached me. Turning around, I came face to face with Brad. His usual cocky smirk was gone, replaced by a sheepish look. Listen, he began, scratching the back of his neck awkwardly. About last night. Thanks. And I think you're onto something. Can I join you? I stared at him, completely taken aback. Was the school's notorious prankster asking to be a part of our little ghost hunting squad? The whole situation was so absurd it was almost funny. Back at the Marsh House, we were on the hunt for anything, a clue, a hint, about what was going on. We found an old, dusty diary in what seemed to be Victor's study. It mentioned a hidden treasure, but the pages with more details were missing. I couldn't help but crack a joke to cut the tension. Looks like we've got ourselves a treasure hunt, mateys. Even Brad chuckled. Suddenly, I felt a chilling breeze, and a voice, softer than a whisper, saying, Look within. It was eerie, yet somehow not threatening. Our ghost hunting expedition had just turned into an adventure when Brad and I decided to explore the house further. Suddenly, we found ourselves unable to open the door we just walked through. We were trapped. Panic bubbled up inside me. I banged on the door, shouting for Jake and Annie, but there was no answer. My phone had no signal, leaving us completely cut off. The last thing we heard was our echoes, bouncing off the cold stone walls. Meanwhile, Annie and Jake had found a secret passage leading underground. As they navigated through the darkness, they heard our faint calls for help. And even though they were scared, they knew they had to rescue us. The suspense was killing me. I could feel my heart pounding in my chest. All we could do now was wait, and hope that they would find us soon. It was like a scene from a horror movie. Annie and Jake, lost in the labyrinth-like tunnels under the marsh house, following our faint calls for help. Jake tried to lighten the mood with his terrible jokes. You know why ghosts can't have babies? Because they have a Halloweeny. Annie groaned, rolling her eyes. They finally managed to locate the hidden door leading to our prison. With a joint effort, they forced the door open and freed us. There was a rush of relief, quickly replaced by the thrill of our new discovery. The Underground Passage Venturing together into the depths, we stumbled upon an enormous vault door, guarded by a series of cryptic symbols. Jake, who'd always had a knack for puzzles, began to decipher the code. To our surprise, he unlocked the door. Inside the vault, a small weathered box caught our attention. Inside it was Victor Marsh's will. It stated that his fortune was to be given to the town of New Hopesville. We stared at each other, bewildered. Why was it hidden here? Before we could celebrate, a chilling laugh echoed through the vault, freezing us in our tracks. The vault door slammed shut and we were locked in. There was no signal on our phones. Brad began to panic, his fear contagious. We all felt it, 
the dread seeping into our bones. Who locked us in? How would we get out? The last thing we heard was the sinister laugh, disappearing into the darkness. And then, there was only silence. It was the kind of cliffhanger we didn't want to be in, the kind that made us wonder if we were in over our heads. Trapped and terrified, we huddled together in the darkness of the vault. The cold was piercing, and the air became thick with fear. Suddenly, a ghostly voice echoed around us. Beware! And then, a spectral figure materialized before us. It was Victor Marsh. He told us that he wasn't the one haunting the house, but his crooked lawyer, who wanted to claim the hidden fortune for himself. Victor's ghost had been trying to protect the treasure all along. Jake, always the joker, even when he was scared stiff, whispered to me, Talk about a plot twist, huh? With Victor's help, we found a secret exit from the vault. I let out a breath I hadn't realized I was holding. We were free. As we climbed out, we saw a figure entering the marsh house. It was the lawyer. He looked just as surprised to see us as we were to see him. Looks like the cat's out of the bag, I quipped, grinning despite the circumstances. Jake groaned at my bad joke. We called the police, who promptly arrested the lawyer. The will was given to the authorities, and Victor's wealth was used for the benefit of New Hopesville. The Marsh House was transformed into a local museum, our ghost-hunting adventure becoming its main attraction. Victor's ghost appeared one last time, thanked us, and then faded away, leaving the house quiet but not spooky anymore. As we walked out of the Marsh House for the last time, we felt a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction. Our ghost-hunting adventure was over. Or was it really the end? After all, who knows what other mysteries awaited us in New Hopesville. All right, guys, that's it for the ghostly adventures of New Hopesville. Hope you love joining us on our crazy journey into the Marsh House. We had thrills, chills, and more plot twists than a season finale of a TV show. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on any of our future spooktacular adventures. Leave a comment down below about your favorite part of our Marsh House adventure. Or if you have any ghost stories of your own, we'd love to hear them.